0: messing around ton it's time to do the show
1: what is even
0: happening now I know, now? some kind of interference or something did you uh, hear that yeah i heard it and it's weird i
1: don't know what was happening
0: some kind of something's bleeding over here that was strange speaking of uh strange <laughs> bleeding welcome to the five uh, count
1: strange bleeding thank you so much we're back we are back in action baby lot of action happening tonight i'm trying to find dusty a car in my side time here he needs a new car hey if you've got a car
0: out there you don't need maybe you think i should need it because i might he probably needs it i'm not too picky let me tell you the car i have now there's no heat there's no defrost there's no radio the roof leaks no shocks uh, it's covered in
1: pine sap. Dude, That's I, fun. I just found your car. It's in Wasika right now. All right, let's go. Let's go there. Wasika. Who's selling it? Billy Floyd shouts? George's Cars. George's Cars. Toyota Camry, dude. George's Cars. Well, don't tell everybody. Oh, you don't want somebody to steal it, right? Somebody's probably on their way right now. Listen, if you're going to Georgia's cars right now, don't, because they're not open, number one. Number two, don't buy any Toyota Camrys there, because it's Dusty's Toyota Camry. That's my dream car. Could be, dude. Four-door car. Always dreamt of having a car with four doors. It looks good. Four-door car. You know what I'm saying? It's a Toyota. It'll It'll run. It'll run for a billion miles.
0: Does it have a CD player?
1: It has a top. I just saw it. It's the same. It's the year that has... Five star reliability rating. That means I can crash it into stuff. No, it means you can just keep driving it and just change the fluids and have a merry day. What if it's already covered in fluids? It's a reliable car. There was a picture. I didn't see any fluids on. I mean, I want to run a black light over that. It's paint on it. Yeah, you probably bring a black light. I don't know. Though, a Toyota Camry. That's not a very precarious vehicle. Precarious. Yeah, I don't think that's Is that like- French for.
0: Sexy?
1: Yes. I don't know.
0: Speaking of French for sexy, welcome to the five count. Here we are. It's June, Tom. How do you feel about that? It's
1: June. I mean, I feel okay about it. It's closer to our uh, anniversary show, which I have no idea what to do about. That's next Saturday, Tom. You're getting ahead of yourself. It's close to it, I said. That's next Saturday. Are you going to be here? I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, there, that's something at least. Of course I'll be here. You can hang your hat on that. You can hang tons jean jacket on that. This is real, this is a jean shirt really. But it kinda looks like a jacket because it's really big on me now. Is that what they wear in uh Fairmont? I don't know, Lee? dude. I don't go to those places. Well, you were big in the Albert Lee area. Oh I might be, but I'm not I don't know if I don't know. This
0: goes without saying.
1: Dude, I just I wear it once in a while. I've been I one wheeled up here, dude, so I wore this ah here we go do you think i should get an electric car my one wheels is right behind us charging right now you know why it's charging billy floyd shouts because i just crushed i just crushed main street hill coming up here can you believe that main street hill dude one wheel crushed it like nothing i rode right up that bad boy nothing no problem that's ridiculous and, yes, you should get an all-electric vehicle. See if Brian Reeby can hook you up with something. Maybe I could just take the bus. Guess what? Billy Floyd shouts, I also met a one-wheel buddy on my way here. He was riding an XR. He was stoked. He rolled right up on me, and he was like, dude, what is up? Told me his name. We swapped one-wheels for a little while. We were riding like buds. Man, it was awesome. Except I really wanted the one-wheel that he has now. Is one wheel code for something? No, he's got the XR, which is a bigger. Oh, the
0: XR! Yes, yeah. they, Solomon they swapped XRs.
1: Solomon's got the XR, and I got the Pine X, and that bigger foot pad. Holy crap! Is that comfortable? I solemnly swear I won't wow. tell anyone. Wow, it was a comfy ride, man. Anyway. Speaking of comfy rides, welcome to the five-count again. Here we are. Still here. Here we are, five-count. Comfy. Getting comfy.
0: It's going to be a great show. You know how I know? First of all, I'm breaking a sweat just sitting here because it's so freaking hot. Hey, we left the door open. I feel good now.
1: Don't you feel good?
0: No, I have a lot of stress in my life. I feel you on that. I feel it. It's a lot of uh, angst and... Heartburn and just a lot going on, you know, yeah. always having to worry about producing a top-notch, high-quality public radio program. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There's only so many good times and great oldies that you can produce Yeah, on a weekly basis. I hear you.
1: I mean, I don't hear you, but I hear you. I mean, I can't sympathize, but I hear what you're saying. Oh, you heard what I was saying. Yeah. I mean, what am I supposed to do?
0: If I, I knew only, that, Ton.
1: If I knew that. I can only do so much. I brought the hair. That's as good as it gets now. I mistook a ton for Joe Perry out in the hallway. <laughs> Dude, it's fine. It's fine. Let me ask you this question. Have you been watching the new Stranger Things? Saw some of it. Did you? Not all of it. I haven't seen... I've, I've seen, like, one episode. You want me to spoil it for no, you? No, I don't want you to spoil it. Spoiler alert. Me. No, I don't want to spoil it. That spoilers. one guy, he is dead uh, one guy is dead the
0: girl killed him there's a girl but then that's she died dead. too because the other guy like he got sick and then he turned into a zombie guy yeah and then the uh, swamp thing dude showed up and he's like hey you
1: get off my lawn
0: get off my lawn and then they went
1: to russia so i just saw the first the episode gang. and i saw the swamp thing guy which i think he looks kind of cheesy so I was kind of stoked, like, the fir- even in the first episode, I was like, oh, dude, this seems more like an 80s horror movie, right? I was like, this is, this is pretty cool. This is shot cool, some neat effects that are totally, like, 80s horror movie-style effects, and then Swamp Thing showed up, and I was just kind of like, couldn't you do better than Swamp Thing? Couldn't you do scarier than Swamp Thing? Because that's basically what it looked like, didn't it? Like, Swamp Thing kind of but swamp thing gave you
0: nightmares
1: yeah this doesn't at all so this is like a poor man swamp thing i feel like it is kind of don't you think so or what do you think did you think it was creepy like effective
0: i don't know i had my eyes closed a lot of the time
1: and it looked like he had one kind of normal hand and then one hand with the long fingers you know that he's that's yeah the claw like stabs
0: cubes of cheese with it at yeah, parties and stuff that's what it
1: looks like he would do and it was just like what happened because the other like creatures like that giant creature thing that was at least i mean i don't i don't know that i would say it was scary but that was cool and like believable as an otherworldly thing and then the thing from the the previous season That was like huge, and somehow, like, you know, gathering more flesh and bones to turn into a huge monster thing. Like, that was gross and like gruesome and creepy. And what the heck is going on here? And then now we just have Swamp Thing guy, and you're like, what? Come on,
0: you don't think Swamp Thing with the pinky coke nail
1: is scary? No. And it was like it was more scary when you couldn't see him at all, and you just heard like the creepy voice. And then you get this idea in your head like, "This is going to be sweet. This is going to be creepy, kind of like a Freddy Krueger creepy, like cool, you know? This is like in someone's in their subconscious, and what the heck, you know? And he's got some kind of control, and this is crazy. And then it just shows like Swamp Thing, and you're like, oh it just kind of like wah wah." You just go soft instantly. (laughs) Like, what happened here? Bummer. This build up all this time and then swamp thing? Do you think people feel that way about our show?
0: No. Where it's like a creepy voice that you never see, and then they see us in real life, and then they go limp?
1: No, not at all. You heard heard Nikki's voicemails about the majestic hair? I mean, at least I'm doing my part, I think. Trying yeah, to I do the majesticness. I don't
0: bring much to the...
1: The motorcycles and... You know, get a motorcycle. Get a moped at least. You, need, you shop around for a new car, let's get a moped. <clears throat> electric unicycle, electric bike. What can we do? These are all things
0: that a person with balance and grace and... Yeah. 200 less pounds <laughs> would operate smoothly. But in my case, I'm not so sure. Oh, dust! I'm sorry about that. Hey, you know what? It could be funny when my uh, wheel flies off my car. You might want to follow me home.
1: I don't want to do that because the wheel could hit me. Oh yeah, good good idea. Maybe just wait and see it on the news. Yeah. I mean, you'll be fine. The wheel will fly off and you'll just it'll just hit the ground and grind you to a stop. You'll be fine. Okay.
0: You know. And well, then I might as well drive until I wreck some property
1: drive it till the wheels fall off that's the way that's exactly what you're gonna do like that garth brooks song yeah wow it's all coming together what if i got a car that had a cd player that's a sweet idea you could easily do that i'm i'm guessing i like where (laughs) this is heading let me, let, let's just look quick here. I still got it pulled up. Let me see.
0: My car has a tape deck, and there's a tape stuck in it that doesn't play, and it's been stuck in it for nine years, and okay. I don't know what it is. What a serious bummer. But today. as soon as the wheels legitimately fly off my car, I'm going to rip that tape out of the tape deck and you play are, it on the air. Rip it right out of there. We'll play it in its entirety.
1: Okay, let's see. I hope see. it's good. Let's see these interior shots. The problem is with the newer CD player. This Camry's got a CD player dust. It's also got a USB port. What do you do with that? CD player. Um, It doesn't specify, but I definitely think you could probably charge your phone from the USB port, but it might also allow like a thumb drive to be plugged in there and then play files off the thumb drive, like what I like to do in my car.
0: Could I listen to KMSU during the morning finally?
1: Well, yeah, on the regular radio part, sure. Heck yes. Has a big trunk, has a nice back seat. You want to go this weekend and pick Vodores, it up? Doors, Wasica.
0: Let me research it a little bit more. All right, sorry. Maybe we could play a song. while we'll talk
1: you, about it off air.
0: While you do some things. Yeah. I don't know how you feel, Ton. It's uh, now officially summer, but not really. Yeah. Like it's after Memorial Day. But summer is like next month or something. I don't know how calendars work, but it's very warm out, <laughs> summery. I think it's really nice out right now. It's like sundress weather, as you can tell.
1: Yeah. I was
0: hoping you'd say something. But...
1: Well, I mean, you got nice legs. Your legs look nice. What am I... <laughs> it's past, John. <laughs> I was, An uh... opportunity has passed. I was out of town over Memorial weekend and it was very nice weather other than a couple of rainy periods, but we didn't get rained on too much at a cabin. Took the one wheel there too. crushed it. Just crushing it. every. Like someone
0: backed over it or what?
1: No, man. Crushing the hills, crushing the trails, the sand, the dirt, the rocks, the rocky terrain, the grass, the wet grass, crush it all with the one wheel. You're like that remote-controlled truck with the claws and the wheels. Unstoppable.
0: You got it. Awesome. Should we play a song about monster trucks? Yeah, with dude. claws and the tires? Yes. I happen to have one. Love this it's idea. Just a big coinkydink. Mmm.
2: This is Joe Para, and you're listening to The Five Count.
0: I hope you're uh, doing well. Uh, hope uh, all your uh, weekend dreams come true and that you get to drink as many or as few beers as you
3: want to.
4: No espero encontrar nadie que me contente. Mi felicidad la llevo ya conmigo porque soy suficiente, aunque esté sin ti. No estoy para aguantar. A destruirme y pude escapar sin llegar a hundirme. Te olvidas que yo me he acompañado siempre. No espero encontrar nadie que me contente. Pues mi felicidad la llevo ya conmigo, porque soy suficiente, aunque esté sin ti. Para aguantarme, mentiras con cariño, quiero algo verdadero, es lo único que pido.
5: What you want to do
2: on the five counts. I hope you're not liars! Otherwise it's true you are the five counts and I'm Mr. Rotten. Welcome.
0: back son to the five count yeah man welcome to the show beautiful if you're just joining us you missed the first chunk of the show yet dang dummy what's your problem i don't know what is your problem we've been on the air for so long you'd think you'd have it down by now you'd have it figured out Ton is a man who has it all figured out. I really don't at all. Not even close. But he's getting there. You know, one day at a time. Ton, I don't know if you knew this,
1: but we have our own hotline. Yeah, man. It's on the telephone. The five-count hotline, 507-519-2030.
0: It's hooked up to an answering machine, so you can leave a message. You can. You can. You could also do that one uh, through-the-air lettering system thingy that all the kids are doing. Text messaging. Yeah, that's it. I saw something on uh, 60 Minutes about that.
1: Yes, 507-519-2030.
0: This reads as follows. Hi, guys. Tony from Burnsville attempting to text you. Hey, Tony, it worked. It worked, Tony. Going to see if this new technology works. It did. Should have read that part first. (laughs) I have a friend that has an electric scooter, and I tried it out, and I kind of want one now. I'm still looking. It's like buying a car. There are so many options. You can even get a seat for them and use them like a bicycle. Anyway, if I do get a scooter, maybe Ton, my friend, and myself... Can drag race our electric vehicles in a dark alley some night down in Mankato or a location of tons choosing? Whoa. That would be fun. Oh, wow. Well, just a thought. Later. Love, Tony.
1: Tony. Tony, Tony, Tone. Dude, that could be possible. That could be possible. But let me tell you, dude. Uh, Tony, you're... If you get the right scooter, you can be, like, unstoppable. Well, you can be way faster than any one wheel. Really. Like that
0: movie Thrashing?
1: Yes. With meatloaf? I, dude, I've watched some videos on the scooters, and holy cow, there are some scooters that go ridiculous speeds. Like, crazy speeds have suspension on them and everything. It all depends on how much you want to spend. Killer range. I don't, I don't know... If they do hills as well and stuff, but I'm guessing, dude, good luck. You'll be able to get a, I mean, for the price, if you're willing to spend as much as what a one wheel costs, you can probably get a really killer scooter with like a lot of range and a lot of power. What do you think his friend's
0: name is? No idea. What if it starts with a T? You guys could be like.
1: Tony and Tony.
0: Tony, Tunny and. 2D.
1: Tony ton tone. Tony ton. To, to, yeah, I don't know. I like the way I said it better. Yeah, it's, it was good. I don't know, Tony, man. Keep us posted, dude. Keep us posted on what scooter you get. Personal electric vehicles are happening right now. Billy Floyd shouts looking in your direction. Maybe you could send ton a picture of it. You could take it with your
0: Polaroid Spectra system camera.
1: Or you can just take it. On your phone and then send it via text message to five zero seven five one nine twenty thirty. 2030 The Five Count Hotline. Is that, you just gave out your phone number? No, the Five Count Hotline. Send the message there, man. The picture. We'll get it. Got another question. Sent to the Five Count Mailbag
0: okay. from Billy Floyd. Shouts. This guy's always yelling. With the summer fast approaching, do you have any exciting adventures planned? Well, do you?
1: Me? Done? No. (laughs) Oddly enough, we don't really... We end up not doing anything really as far as a trip in the summer. We do our Memorial Day vacation, and that's pretty much it. And let me just tell you something. Uh, I wanted to try to do like a big fancy water park or something and stay there or like go up to Duluth or something. I kind of wanted to do Thomas the train, but, um,
0: what does that mean? Like be on the show.
1: No, Thomas, the train comes to the depot in Duluth and Percy too, usually. And so you can, um, buy tickets to take rides on Thomas and Percy. um, and then, you, just, you know, we would just go up there and stay in a hotel or whatever and then take the kids and go ride Thomas and Percy. It's like legit full-size trains that look exactly like it looks exactly it's a Thomas the Train and Percy.
0: I thought this was just something you were going to do on your own.
1: No, this is to bring the, the children. But, dude... I mean, I'm glad we went on the Memorial Day camp at the at the cabin up at Lake Beauty, but it's so uh, with a seven month old It's kind of a lot of work, man, and you he's extremely active for a seven month old. Like crazy active. So as an adult there you get zero relaxation <laughs> with a five-year-old and a seven-month-old. Your whole time is like making sure, at least for me, I was with my daughter most all the time. And when I wasn't, it was like I was with then my, my seven-month-old son while my wife got like a break. And, and her break really was to go hang out with my daughter. Because the five-year-old is
0: more manageable, but I bet you're wishing you'd have brought me along,
1: there like was, I had asked. Yeah, there was times when I was when I had both of them for a while too, but my wife didn't really get to do much anyway. But uh, it was funny actually because at one point a guy was like, "Oh, oh, you do have a wife up here." <laughs> it's like for a while I just thought you were a single dad up here. Didn't see it, a wife. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, she's bummer." Been hanging out the cabin. She blew your cover, man. You could
0: have sealed that deal with that dude. Some Memorial Day
1: exploration. I we <laughs> what, you got all summer, son. What would I even? I don't know what I would have done with my kids, but sure. Um, yeah. So anyway, with that experience now behind me. It's like I really don't want to go on a vacation again this summer because with a seven-month-old, it's like nobody really gets any sleep and you're just trying to get through the day. And my five-year-old is used to actually getting really good sleep at home and then she was super excited to be there and doing a lot of stuff all day. And so she was getting tired and then i was letting her stay up late and then by like day two and day three holy cow the emotions were coming out but she was she's really awesome even when she's super tired and and getting emotional but it was yeah it became a thing
0: why don't you make some fun cool plans with me this summer we do have some we're going to deer hoof we got an anniversary show coming up next Saturday. Yeah, man. You excited about that? We got an
1: anniversary show. We got a deer hoof concert. I still need to buy tickets to Wolf Alice. I should buy tickets to that comedian that was on the show last week. Joe Para. Joe Para.
0: You got to buy me a new car. Got to buy you a new car. So much stuff going on. That's a lot of excitement. So, Maybe yeah. you should save some for next summer.
1: So, official plans, shill Bill, I have none, really. Unofficial plans: we will most definitely be going to some lakes. Um, I'll try to get paddleboarding, get some paddleboarding in, and one wheeling in.
0: I'm gonna have a marathon of Weekend at Bernie's films. That's nice, back to back to that back. Would be fun to back. How many of them are there? Like
1: seven. I can't even keep track, dude. I don't know. I'm gonna watch them all. That's good stuff, right there. That's about all I've got planned. That's it. You want to get a paddleboard and come paddleboarding with me? Can I watch movies while we're on it? One wheeling, paddleboarding. I mean, if you get a, if you get a waterproof TV and yeah, get one of those Sony Watchman Sports editions. And then get, like, some kind of a waterproof VHS, VHS, VCR. Right?
0: I got bad news, Tom. What? There's only two Weekend at Bernie's movies. That's it? I guess I don't have as much planned this summer as I thought. Dude. I
1: thought there was more of those, too.
0: Well, now I don't know what to do.
1: I mean, what a bummer.
0: I do know next year will be the 30th anniversary of Weekend at Bernie's Part 2.
1: Well, you could still go paddleboarding with me.
0: Could I be a dead guy? Seems like that'd be funnier.
1: Don't be a dead guy. Let's see if I can find you a Sony Watchman on. Sony Watchman, 30 bucks. That's not the sports edition, though, dude. You need the yellow. Yes, 55 bucks. This is what I had for a little while. The yellow sports Sony Watchman TV. So you can watch TV underwater? I mean, I never tried it, but I took it up north. Gotta have a boatload of batteries in it. You put the antenna up on top. You get no stations at all. But dude, we could retrofit something, right? And it's got a water seal little business. You should be it should be able to get it wet, dude, and keep watching TV. We'll hook up a, a VCR to it, right?
0: Yeah, but do they sell waterproof VCRs? Yes,
1: it had this, too. It had this thing. You open it up, and it somehow gives it, like, shade so you can see the the picture. Yeah, but isn't TV all digital now? Like that. Can you get over the air stations? No, that's why we're going to retrofit, dude, and we're going to VCR this thing. Seems like a lot of work. Why don't I just stay home? Oh, the antenna's bent. 50 bucks. It's always something. 50 box dust
0: It's on Weekend at Bernie's 2 Only grossed 12.7 million At the box office Weird That's not very good It's not Maybe that's why They never made a part 3 Could be I don't know Didn't the guy Kind of stink Like Must have been dead A long time
1: Yeah, that is weird. You know, now that you say that, it's like, how did they get him to not be stinky? I've never seen. And decaying.
0: I've never seen part two. How do they, or why do they keep this up? Do they have to dig him up and bring him to court or something? Or what's what's the premise of part two? Yeah, why?
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird thing. That's a weird thing to think about right there. Creepy.
0: Well, ton uh, the five count is still on the air. We're kind of like the weekend at Bernie's of public radio shows. Yeah, man. I mean, really, when you think about it, I got something exciting for you. Do you really? Have uh, you ever heard of a movie called Last Action Hero? Yes, dude. Really? I. Yes. I was expecting you to not know what I was talking it's about. It's one of my favorites. Top 10 for sure. How would you feel about the little wiener kid from that movie just telling you a story about the movie? I
1: would love it. I would love that. Oh, good.
0: That's good, because that's what I had planned for the next half hour. I love this idea. This is great. You know, a lot of people, when they listen to this show, they say the exact same thing. I love this idea. I love it. This is great. (laughs) Do they really say that? I don't know. I'm usually here with you. That's awesome. I've never actually met anyone in person who listens to this show. Really? I assume there must be someone out there. Oh, yeah. I've met them in person, man. How do you know they weren't secretly a dead guy with their friend waving their arm around to make you think that they really listened when they were actually quite
1: dead? You know, that's a good question now that I think about it. How do you know I'm not a dead guy? They're always wearing shades, too. That's weird. See? You know why? Dead. They're dead. Man. Why you got to ruin that for me? Ton's been dead for years.
0: <laughs> All right. Don't disturb Ton. He's dead tired. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's what I say to the general manager when he walks in. Yeah. Nice. Ton, uh,
1: last action hero. Love this idea.
6: Last. Action. Hero. Picture this. Jack Slater, the world's most awesome cop, is on the rooftop of a school, facing the Ripper, a fiendish criminal and Slater's arch-enemy. With one hand, the Ripper holds an axe. With the other, he's got Slater's son, Andy, by the throat. The Ripper grins and says, Jack, what kept you? I promised Andy you'd come. I gave my word of honor he could watch you die. Now picture this. Nothing I've told you is real. It's a movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and showing at a rundown old theater in New York City. The seats are empty except for a few winos and a 12-year-old kid. How do I know? Because that kid is me, Danny Madigan. I like to spend my days at the theater watching action movies and talking to my buddy Nick, the projectionist. His favorite thing in life is magicians, like the great Harry Houdini. My favorite is movies, and that day, Nick makes me a happy man. He's previewing the new Jack Slater film at midnight, and he invites me to join him. Are you serious? I ask him. See it before it opens? Get to school now, says Nick. If you hurry, you'll only be four hours late. Nick isn't the only one who notices I've cut class. Turns out the principal calls my mom. When I get home, she reads me the riot act, then gets this sad look on her face. Danny, she tells me, I know it's hard coming here, leaving your friends, but how was I going to make it in Greencastle, Pennsylvania after your father died? I give her a big hug and promise that I won't cut class again. Late that night, I sneak out and join Nick at the theater. He's holding a golden ticket that he says is magical. He claims he got it from Harry Houdini himself. Nick tears it in half, hands me the stub and drops the other half into the ticket box. A few minutes later, I'm watching Jack Slater's newest adventure. It begins at the secret hideout of Tony Vivaldi, a mobster who's planning to trick Slater and kill off the rival Torelli mob at a funeral. Working for Vivaldi is a one-eyed assassin named Benedict, who hates his boss and has a phony eyeball with a bullseye painted on it. Remember that ticket stub? When Vivaldi's goons start chasing Slater through the streets, the ticket starts to glow. The goons throw a stick of dynamite at Slater's car, only it doesn't hit the car. It flies to the screen and lands in the theater. Kaboom! When I open my eyes, I'm riding in the back of Jack Slater's car! I'm in a movie! I try to talk to Slater, but he's more interested in playing chicken with the goons. Slater wins, because in the movies, the good guys always go. Next thing I know, Slater and I are at the police station, and his boss, Lieutenant Decker, is chewing him out, as usual. Meanwhile, I'm trying to convince Slater he's an actor named Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wait a minute, I tell him. I can prove this is a movie. Look at that policeman over there! He's a cartoon cat! Are you nuts? Says Decker. Whiskers is one of the best men I've got. I try to convince Decker by spouting information about Vivaldi that I couldn't possibly know. Please, I tell him. You've got to listen to what I'm saying. He grins and says, I've got the perfect listener for you. Meet your new partner. Then he points at Jack Slater! Now that we're partners, I offer to take Slater to Vivaldi's secret hideout. After only 23 wrong guesses, I find the place. Slater knocks on the door, and Benedict answers, wearing sunglasses. Let's just say he's not too happy to see us. Before we leave, Benedict takes off his shades, revealing a glass eye with a happy face on it. He shoots us a cold grin and says, have a nice day. As we walk off, I tell Slater some of Benedict's nasty comments about Vivaldi. Benedict overhears me, and it blows his mind. How does this punk kid know so much? Meanwhile, inside, Vivaldi can't believe Slater found his secret hideout. Benedict just nods and says, I want to check out Slater's short friend. Our next stop is the house of Slater's ex-wife. She's not home, but Slater's daughter, Whitney, is. Whitney's played by Meredith Caprice, my favorite actress and secret heartthrob. Hi, Teller, I'm Danny Madigan, and I realize I haven't had that long of a life yet, but I just want you to know from now on, it's all gotta be downhill. Inside, Slater notices a photo of his son, Andy, and he looks away upset. You see, in that movie with the Ripper, I didn't tell you what finally happened. The Ripper went over the side of the building, but he pulled Andy with him. Slater says he needs some fresh air, leaving Whitney and me alone. Before I can throw any moves on her, there's a knock at the door. It's Benedict along with five thugs. They push us around and Benedict grabs the glowing ticket out of my pocket. Whitney screams, but it's only an act. A minute later, she's pointing a gun at Benedict. By this time, I'm pretty excited, partly by Whitney, but mostly by the knife Benedict's holding at my throat. This looks like a standoff, until the skylight explodes inward, revealing the human arsenal known as Jack Slater. Where did they come up with that line? Hey, I read movie posters. Crunch, snap, pow, kablam! The thugs bite to dust, leaving only Benedict, who hops into his car and rockets off down the street, with Slater right behind him. I grab a bicycle, and try to follow them. That's when Benedict takes a U-turn, and heads straight for me. I do what any movie hero would do. Okay I say, chicken it is. Then it occurs to me, I'm not the hero, I'm the comedy sidekick. I veer off into the bushes, and Benedict escapes with a magic ticket. But he leaves a calling card, namely a glass eye with the words, vengeance is mine. Whitney Slater and I are in the front yard when the eye explodes, destroying the house. We go back to the police station, where the guys are buzzing about the upcoming funeral of a fat gangster named Leo. The whole Torelli mob will be there, along with half the police force. But all Sergeant Decker can think about is Jack's most recent stunt. He throws a world-class fit and asks for Slater's badge. Hand it over, he screams, and I swear this time you'll never get it back! Slater's down in the dumps, but me, I'm thinking about Leo. I tell Slater what I heard Vivaldi say, that he's planning to rub out the Torelli gang at a funeral. Jack perks up. He does some checking and finds out three canisters of nerve gas have been stolen from the army and there's been a break-in at the funeral home. It's obvious what Vivaldi's done. He's opened up Leo's body and stuffed it with nerve gas. We hurry to the roof of a hotel in downtown L.A., where the funeral's being held. Slater spots his buddy Whiskers, the animated cat, and tells him to steal off the area. Then, handing me his gun, he points to a construction crane next door. That hook needs to be at the roof in two minutes, he says. Go! The only problem is, when the crane operator sees my gun, he takes off. How do I work this thing? I yell. I don't even know how to drive. While I'm fiddling with the controls, Slater pushes his way to the casket, where he grabs Leo's body and carries it through the crowd, to the edge of the roof. He looks over the side, and what does he see? Me, with a crane. Sometimes I'm amazed by my own brilliance. As a hundred gangsters cough their guns, Slater drops the body onto the hook, then jumps grabbing onto Leo's ankle. He's dangling 12 stories up. That's when he notices Leo is ticking. In less than 30 seconds, Leo's going to blow, and the nerve gas is going to blow with him. I swing the hook away from the building, carrying the two of them past the construction site and over the La Brea targets next door. Slater signals me to stop. Then yanks Leo free of the hook. Splat! They fall right into the tar pits! As Slater swims for shore, I try to clear people away from the pits. There's a muffled explosion and a bubble forms on top of the tar. It gets bigger and bigger! And then very slowly, it goes back down. The gas is trapped forever beneath the tar.
7: What's up, it's the most must see WWE superstar of all time, The Miz And you are listening to The Five
2: Count And it is awesome
6: We race across town to Vivaldi's place Where we find Benedict and one of his henchmen Slater gets the drop on them Payback time He grabs the two of them and throws them at the wall. They go right through. I can't believe my eyes until I remember. Jack, I say, Benedict has the ticket. That's the key to everything. It's magic. My world he has gone over to my world. We lunge through the wall and find ourselves in my neighborhood theater, where we look up just in time to see Benedict and his henchmen leaving the building. We follow them outside, and Jack looks around, amazed that he's in New York. Jack, I tell him, it all makes sense. I'll explain it to you. No, it makes absolutely no sense, but I'll explain it to you anyway. Later. Meantime, be careful. Things work different here. Down the street, Benedict and his buddy hijack a cab and take off. We hop into an empty car and follow them. Only problem is, we come to a dead end, and there's the cab facing us. You can't play chicken in real life, I say. You'll crash! Slater shoves me out of the car, and I yell after him. You're gonna die! He takes off, and so does the cab. Forty, fifty, sixty miles an hour. Nobody's turning. There's an ear-splitting crash as they hit, head on. Then the car door opens, and Slater gets out. He's not hurt! It turns out his car had a driver's side airbag. We check out the cab. The henchman is dead, but Benedict is gone. And I think I know why. He used a ticket, I told Jack. Maybe it's on all the time now. We go back to the theater, where I ask Nick if he knows what happened. He grins sheepishly and says, Ah, kid, I slept the sleep of the dead in here. Two in the morning when I woke, you had gone home. But Nick, I tell him, I wasn't home. I was in the movie. The ticket works. Slater steps out of the shadows, and Nick shakes his hand saying, This is a wonderful moment for me, Mr. Slater. I've never met a fictional character before. But when Nick asked for his magic ticket, I tell him there's one minor problem. Benedict's here too, I say, and he's got the ticket. Nick's radio is on, and just then we hear a bulletin. It seems there's been a crime spree by men made up like famous villains. It can only be one thing. Benedict's been using the ticket, going into old movies and bringing out his evil friends. There's nothing we can do at the theater, so Slater and I head back to my place. When my mom sees me, she says, Where have you been? Do you know what time it is? Uh, Ma, I tell her, You know how you always say you wish I had more friends? Well... Slater holds out his hand and says, Hello, Mrs. Madigan. I'm Arnold... Braunschweiger. While they're getting acquainted, I hit the sack. The next morning, my mom and Slater are sitting at the kitchen table. They've been up all night talking. My mom grins and says, Why didn't you tell me Jack was the cop? Everything seems cool until Slater chimes in. And what's this business of going to the movies at midnight when you knew your mother would worry? I can't believe it. My mom has turned Jack Slater into a wimp. I convinced my mom to let me go out again with Slater. As we hit the street, I see a poster announcing the premiere of the new Jack Slater movie, Tonight in Times Square. Looking at it, I'm struck with a terrible thought. Benedict can only succeed by stopping Slater, right? But what if he doesn't have to kill Slater at all? What if he only has to kill Arnold Schwarzenegger? The premiere would be just the place to do it. That night, Slater and I slog through the rain to Times Square. When we get there, fans beg Jack for his autograph, but he waves them off and makes a beeline for the VIP section. Just as he spots Arnold, he hears someone shouting, Jack, it's the Ripper! He's brought back the Ripper! You guessed it, that's me yelling. If you think I sound excited, it's because the Ripper's standing over me with his axe. As Slater draws his gun, someone tackles him. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold gapes at Jack and says, You're the best celebrity look like I've ever seen. By the time Slater recovers, the Ripper is gone. Jack hurries after him, and a moment later, he finds himself on a rain-soaked roof facing a familiar scene. The Ripper is holding his axe to a kid's throat, only this time, the kid isn't Andy Slater. It's me, Danny Madigan, and boy am I scared. Slater drops his gun and tells the Ripper to let me go. The Ripper chuckles and says, We've played this number before, haven't we Jack? Now let's see, what comes next? You throw away the gun, we did that part. You told me to let the boy go, I'm getting bored, let's just skip to the inn. So he grabs me and throws me off the building. He throws me off the building! Slater gapes at the empty space where I had stood. Then he turns to the Ripper and says, That was a big mistake. The Ripper slings his axe at Slater. Jack ducks and it dunks into a power pole behind him. Slater grabs the axe and slices the power line, then jumps onto the pole and watches as the live cable hits the puddle where the Ripper is standing. The Ripper jitters madly as he's electrocuted. He manages one last cry I'll be back! Then Slater hears something else. It's a faint voice calling for help. He looks over the side and sees me hanging onto a gargoyle by my fingernails. Slater climbs down and somehow manages to latch onto my wrist. Then mooring with effort, he throws me up onto the roof. He hauls himself up over the edge and lies there panting. This hero stuff has its limits. If this were a movie, the two of us would walk off into a sunset. But real life has some nasty surprises, such as Benedict standing on the roof with his gun drawn. He pulls out the ticket and laughs, telling us how he plans to take over the world using movie bad guys. Think of the villains, he says. I'll dine with Freddy Krueger, shop for chainsaws with Leatherface, plan a party for Hitler. Why not? Invite Dr. No and Hannibal Lecter, and we'll all have a christening for Rosemary's Baby. Think of the villains, Jack. All I need to do is snap my fingers and they'll come. Oh yes, they're lining up to get here. And you know why? Because here, Jack, in this world, the bad guys can win. I shall miss you, Jack. And with that, he shoots Slater in the chest. It can only happen in real life. Jack Slater is dying. As Benedict raises his gun to finish the job, I blindside him and send him tumbling into Slater. The gun goes skittering across the roof, and I grab it. For the last ditch effort, Slater manages to push Benedict away. I toss Jack the gun. He takes aim and fires. Benedict must be wearing one of his special eyeballs, because when the bullet hits, he explodes in a tower of flame. Five minutes later, Slater and I are in an ambulance, heading for the hospital. The paramedics are doing all they can for Jack, but it's not enough. Suddenly, I know there's only one way to save him. He needs to get back home, I tell the paramedics. Back to where it's just a flesh wound, where he does ten sequels. Don't you understand? We've got to take him back to the movies! The paramedics stare at me like I'm nuts. They give me no choice. I reach into Slater's jacket and pull out his revolver. Turn around, I say. We're going back! So what do they do? They open the doors and get the heck out! Great, just great! They always run away! I scramble into the driver's seat and shout, Hang on, Jack! I careen through the streets, weaving back and forth. When I spot the theater, I yank the wheels sideways and go crashing through the front doors. I jump out yelling at the top of my lungs, Nick, fire up the projector, hurry, Slater's dying. As the lights go down and the movie starts, I drag Slater down the aisle. I push against the screen, feeling around frantically. Just hold on, I tell Jack, the door's gotta be here someplace. But it's no use, it won't open without the ticket stub. Then I remember, Nick tore the ticket in half, there's another stub. I race to the ticket box and smash it open. There it is, the other half of the ticket, but it's not glowing. I grab it anyway. I'll get you home, Jack, you'll see, you can't die. I don't say it, but I'm thinking about my dad. This time it's gonna be different. This time I won't let him die. Slater reaches out towards the ticket. When he touches it, it starts to glow. Bright colors flood the theater, and the next thing I know, Slater and I are back in the police station, staring at Whiskers. The cat stares back, then goes running off down the hall. They got Jack, he shouts. Doctor! Hey, Doc! Move! Slater looks over at me. You've got to get back, he says. Danny, I'm just an imaginary hero. You've got a real life. I tell him I'm afraid he'll forget me. He just grins and gives me a classic Jack Slater line. Anybody who thinks that would be making a big mistake. I nod and step away. And suddenly, I'm back in the theater. On the screen, I see a doctor come running up and bend over Slater. The doc looks at the bullet hole and laughs. I wouldn't even call this a flesh wound! Whiskers, wash him up good and he'll be fine. Nick comes up behind me and I hand him the ticket. Nick, I tell him, you've got to be a magician after all. It really does work. No, he says, the ticket is yours. And I think maybe the magic was too. I put the stub in my pocket and head out into the night. Outside my mom comes running up. She figured something must have been wrong because i had been gone so long So she's been racing all over town looking for me worried sick. I give her a big hug and say it's okay mom Everything's okay On the way home she wonders about Jack Slater and says I just thought you know Maybe dinner once in a while the three of us once in a while. I tell her I think I got a way to arrange it she looks at me funny. As we laugh and turn for home, I reach into my pocket and feel the ticket. It's glowing, so am I.
7: Hi, it's KC from KC The Sunshine Band and you're listening to The Five Counts.
0: a big gun ton. that
1: was awesome big ton man don't you just love that movie doesn't it make you just want to watch it right now no makes me want to stay tuned
0: to the five count and maybe watch it later probably during the true punks yeah let's watch it later let's watch it later dude man. hey welcome back to the five count such a good film such a good show is what ton
1: meant to say good music good soundtrack Good times. I mean, yeah, good good buddies. Good radio show, good buddies. Cool buzz, tasty waves, (laughs) tons fine. (laughs) You got it, dude. Tasty waves on the one wheel. That's what I get every day. What do we do now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man! Maybe we should have waited till the end to play that. Once I mean, you hear big gun it's like now it's downhill. Yeah, it's
1: really tough to follow that up. Or is it uphill? That soundtrack is so awesome. It's really good soundtrack because of all the fishbone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I heard that. Oh man. Dust, are you like are you going to a lot of concerts? This summer? Me? No, I don't have a car, remember?
0: My car is about ready to blow up. Well, I mean, if you had one, would you go? I'd do a lot of things if I had a lot of things.
1: Let me ask you this question. If you had the opportunity to go to Tool, would you go do that? No. You wouldn't go see Tool? Nope. Sorry.
0: Why, did you want me to? Why do you
1: want to? Don't apologize to me. Don't say sorry for that. We're supposed to go see Tool? You're welcome to not like Tool. It's fine. I don't like tool as
0: much as the next guy
1: i just didn't know i've just some videos popped up on my feed i watch a lot of uh concerts and stuff on youtube while i'm editing the co-op videos so like while things are rendering or whatever i'll like watch some of a concert and stuff and so on my feed there was a bunch of tool shows that were popping up that apparently took place like earlier this year january february I didn't look to see if they're still on tour or anything, but I was kind of like, what? Tool Tool is on tour right now? This is crazy. It was really interesting to watch. You
0: know, it's on, I don't want to sound snooty, but I've seen Tool. Yeah. And I saw them in 1998. Oh, dude. And I feel like they probably don't get much better than around that time period. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Well, they sounded really good on these videos. And these videos were, like, not professional. It was, like, people with their phones, I'm guessing, or whatever. But they sounded really good, like, really put together still. Like, good at playing their music. And he, the I forget the, the singer's name, but he sounded really good. Sounded like himself. But it was also strange, um, the way the stage was set up. He was in the back left corner, like, kind of up on a riser. Almost like behind the drummer. And it was just like the guitarist and bassist up front and the drummer front and like center. And then he was up and off to the side and there was never a spotlight on him on these videos. Like he was in darkness. All the the songs that I watched. That was really interesting. Maybe he was nervous. I don't know. Or mysterious. But some of... Like the I've watched Tool concert footage from the '90s and it's not that way. Like he's out in front, he's acting strange and whatever, but he's out in front. But now he's like in the back and in the darkness, and all I could see was a giant spiky mohawk, and that is about it. So we should go, is what you're saying? I mean, if I had the opportunity to go, I maybe would, just cause, but. If you've already seen Tool and you were unimpressed...
0: I didn't say I was unimpressed, but I did see them. But yeah. it was like 25 years ago.
1: But I also have a feeling like they are extreme kind of stoner metal. So it like would probably be cool for me for a while, like half a set. And then I'd probably get kind of like over it. Kind of. Because even the, Like the second
0: hour of this show, you mean?
1: Yeah, like the... the Songs that I watched on YouTube, even it was kind of like that, where I was just like, "Wow, like this is cool and this is sounding good," and then after a while, I'm like, "This song is like 15 minutes. Well, like what? What is going on?" And it's not 15 minutes in like a sweet way, like a Primus way. Like Primus can do that or play the like jam a song for 25 minutes, but they like know how to somehow rock and solo over stuff and keep it like cool and interesting to me primus is somehow like a different deal you know what i'm saying like when we saw them at harmony park and they just like jammed stuff and song into song and they were and it was totally like stoner style psychedelic but it was like awesome totally rocked
0: as a man who would wear a jean jacket slash shirt I would think that that would be right up your alley.
1: Yeah. The Primus stuff is, for so sure. So to speak.
0: Well, I got a question for you. How do you feel about things that might have happened 10 years ago? It's probably almost 10 years ago that we saw Primus. Well, it's right now that we're going to go back and look at things that happened 10 years ago. Well, what happened? Well, Ton, I'll tell you. Because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. June 2nd, 2012. It was a sad day. It eventually had a happy ending, but at the time, very sad. As we mourned the announcement that the band Ween decided to call it quits. Oh, man. Do you remember that? That would have been 10 years yes. ago already. That Ween said, we're done.
1: I remember that.
0: That was rough, dude. So we played a lot of Ween. Man. A lot of people don't know the first song ever played on the five count back in the summer of 2004 was a Ween song. That was 18 years ago, son. Wow. 10 years ago, they said, we're out of here. And then like... Eight years ago, they
1: said, never mind, we're back. (laughs) I remember you were quite bummed when that happened.
0: Since then, we have had Dean Ween on the program. Yeah. So there is that. That was a little light at the end of that tunnel. It says here, Ton, we also discussed the similarities between the five count and the TV show, My Two Dads. Oh,
1: yeah. That makes sense. You can't count on ton, no matter what you do.
0: Wow. Do you know the rest of that? No. I'm like Paul Reiser, and you're like the really handsome hunky dad whose oh, name really? escapes me.
1: Okay. I mean, I'll take it. I think
0: you'd have to. I'm, I'll take it. It says here we also shared stories about throwing eggs at Perry Farrell. <laughs> do you remember doing that? <laughs> no. No, I don't. Why would we be talking about that? (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea. Were you upset at Jane's Addiction or something that I mean, maybe. Why would I be upset about them, though? I don't. Usually the uh, five-count, ten-years-ago history segment, don't lie. That's crazy. Take very detailed notes in my
1: five-count diary. Jane's Addiction is another one of those that back in the day... I remember listening to it and thinking it was all right, but I also was just kind of like, "nah, whatever. But now if I hear Jane's Addiction, I'm like, dude, this kind of, this rocks. Like, this is pretty sweet. Like, what was my problem back then?
0: Ton has done everything in reverse. Yeah. Typically, when you get older, you start to hate everything the kids love, and you just get real pissed about everything all the time. <laughs> Where Ton was that way when I met him. Yeah. And he's mellowed out as he's gotten older. Pissed. And now he enjoys tool instead of just being a big tool. (laughs) It's weird how that works.
1: That is weird. Mother nature. Wow. Dude, I was talking to someone recently. How recent? Was it 10 years ago? No, more recent than
0: that. Maybe we should come back then.
8: Well, I anyway,
1: rest in peace, Ween. Except yeah, they came back. They came back. And now we're back. Somebody was talking. Who was I talking to? It wasn't me, Ton, because the only time you ever talked to me is recorded. I can't even remember, but somebody remembered me from back in those days. And they called out the same deal that you were talk that you've always talked about. Was like. No, no, this is back when you were like. I mean, you looked way different. You had like shaved head and you wore camo pants all the time. And and I was just like, what? Like, you remember this too? And they're like, yeah, and you were just kind of like, you didn't seem like the type of guy you really wanted to mess with or talk to. <laughs> I was it's like, a thing. I was like, really? <laughs> this is weird. But it was a thing. And now everyone
0: wants to talk to you all the time. It's rough. It's all right maybe you should go back to curb stopping (laughs) people
1: just go straight back to no i can't do it i can't cut this hair i'm gonna keep it going dude i'm gonna keep rocking it how long do i get it i'm just gonna let it go dude i'm gonna let it ride you're gonna look like my neighbor it's gonna be awesome except better i know the neighbor you're talking about well obviously
0: better i mean everything you do is gonna be better
1: I'm trying to get to that like that one wheel advertisement where you see my hair like flowing in the breeze while I'm one wheeling, dude. Nice. It's gotta get longer though, so I can wear the helmet and the hair is still flowing in the breeze.
0: Have you considered a man bun? No. I have not. Are you considering it now that I said that? No. Would you consider me just giving you one?
1: I'm I'm gonna keep rocking it down like seventies style and you know, we'll see what happens. It does get annoying sometimes. It does like fall in my face and my vision while I'm trying to work on stuff at work, but it's whatever. You know what I mean? I just work with it. It's a whole thing. It's a whole vibe, as the kids say, dust. I don't talk to kids, but I do vibe. think
0: man bun could be your vibe.
1: I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I know that a lot of dudes are into that sort of thing, but I feel like And with I'm good not. reason. I feel like I'm not as much into that I'm
0: thinking a lot more of them will be Once they see you doing it Really?
1: Then it'll be the thing The thing You'll be hard pressed to find a man without one I feel like it's been a thing for a while Like I'm going to somehow set it over the bar even I don't know Well if anybody could do it
0: son It ain't me can't pull off the man bun.
1: I do have to say sometimes when I'm at home and working on stuff and get frustrated with my hair in my face, then I have an inkling to like put on one of my daughter's headbands or something, keep the hair out of my eyes, but. And then you look like Casey Jones. I don't typically do that. Remember the Ninja Turtles
0: movie with Casey Jones? Yeah, man. That's ton. Casey Jones. In case you're trying to paint
1: a mental picture. <laughs> The hair, constantly wearing sweats,
0: <laughs> carrying around cricket bats, yeah, just in case.
1: Cricket, a oh, Jose Canseco bat. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome.
0: Ton, I've got another song or six if you're interested in that. I am. What kind of music are you into these days, besides Tool, dude? And uh, early 90s alternative music that people have long since given up on. And you're first now just discovering.
1: Yeah. I'm into a lot of stuff, man. I mean, I was also watching Chaka Khan concerts. Apparently, she's like got a tour going on again now, which is awesome, which means we should try to get an interview with her again. Um, I was listening to 70s music on the way up here. 70s? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said seven dust. No, 70s. I was listening to Seven Dust. 70s rock. I mean, I'll listen to whatever. Boston. I'll listen to Boston, dude. Whatever. Did somebody dare you to do that? Led Zeppelin, Boston. I'll listen to Boston, whatever. Like, you got real confrontational. (laughs) No, man. I'll just put on that 70s rock station. Listen to some Boston. I mean, there's no problem with that. I don't have any problems with any of that stuff. You know what I mean? Once upon a time, maybe I would have been like, Boston, what are you doing, dude? But now I'm like, no, let's listen to some Boston, dude. This rock for a while. You're a strange man. You know what I mean? It's
0: fine. So what did you love that you now have given up on since you've done everything backwards?
1: Well, weirdly. I mean, I don't know that I've given up fully on anything, but weirdly... I almost never listen to Stevie Ray Vaughan anymore, and I used to listen to that almost 24-7. And I used to be able to, like, you could play any SRV song for, like, a second, and I would know what song it was. Like, it was that ingrained in me. I guess that's a pretty
0: good skill to have. Did that come in
1: handy ever? No, never. So, well, here, I'll give you a band that I've kind of given up on, I would say. Like, I don't really... Don't say Taj Mahal. Find any interest in listening to and that would be Fu Manchu. Oh, no. It's one of those. I don't really have the interest in listening to them. Like, I, They never come to mind until I just was thinking about it now. But I bet if you put on some Fu Manchu, I wouldn't be like, dude, turn it off. I'm glad you said that, Ton, because I have some queued up right now. I'm just like way open to the music right now. Do you want to hear the newest
0: Fu Manchu? Yeah. Yeah. I would love it i think we have it exclusively no one else has this yet let's do it brand new fu manchu boo <laughs> trying
9: to build a rocket stand to the moon if they ever do it way too soon i've heard of the satellite spotting it too but i never thought a rocket could reach the moon a rocket to the moon Our own Santa was the strongest man I've known. Noah built an ark when the world was doomed. But now they're trying to build a rocket just to reach the moon. A rocket to the moon. A rocket to the moon. And if they ever do, it'll be way too soon. They're building a rocket to send to the moon. Shooting rockets at the moon the rockets at the moon And if they ever do, it'll be way too soon They're building a rocket descend on the moon now If they ever make one that will reach the moon Which I think is way too soon I'm gonna put on my running shoes I'll be the first one to spread the news about the rocket to the moon. The rocket to the moon. And if they ever do, it'll be way too soon. They're building a rocket to send to the moon.
3: (laughs) You'll be.
5: Sam Levine from Freaks and Geeks, and you're listening to The Five Count.
10: We put all our money together and went to the used car lot. We put all our money together. This is the car that It was lopsided, overloaded, and it wiggled when we rode it, but we loved our crazy little car. There were pink headlights on the fenders, held in place by green suspenders, how we loved our wacky little car. We drove to the game on a Sunday,
8: with
10: thirty of us in the car. The load was too heavy to carry, the car didn't get very far, it was lopsided, overloaded, and it wiggled when we rode it, it collapsed and nearly broke our hearts, there were pink headlights on the fenders, held in place by green suspenders, but they snapped into a million parts. By the push And dipped bobby pins in glue We put all the pieces together it Our buggy was running like new It was loud sighted, overloaded And it wiggled when we rode it But we loved our crazy little car There were pink headlights on the fenders Held in place by green suspenders How we loved our wacky little car it would honk, it would beep, it would scare all the folks off the street. When it stopped, it would screech. All the girls stood in line for a seat. Live slide it overloaded and it wiggled when we rode it, live slide it, overload
8: and it wiggled when we rode it, live <coughs>
11: She was a wonder girl
8: wonder girl,
11: girl she was a wonder girl wonder girl
2: I know every gal that wants to have fun, cause I'm a Duke Joint Johnny. There ain't no flies on me. I'm a Duke Joint Johnny, and the Duke Joint is where I'll be. But I want to play because I'm a Duke, join Johnny. I like to go all the time. I'm a Duke, joined Johnny. I'm a on down the line.
3: This is Keisha Knight Pulliam, and you are listening to the five count. Sit back on the couch with the whole family and snuggle and enjoy the five count.
7: Yo, hit that one more time. For-
12: Gonna get
0: Are you sure? Yes. Sure you can handle it? Totally. Welcome back to the five count. It's almost over. It is. I know. I know. We'll it's be back right. next Saturday. Yeah, it's all right. We'll be back. With our special anniversary show. What do you think we ought to do, Ton? 18 year anniversary show. I got some stuff in mind, but we'll see what happens.
1: I feel like we should have a cake or something.
0: Really? Like a gluten-free kitty litter flour-type cake? No. That you try to convince me tastes like regular-type cake, but I know it doesn't? Dude, it can. All of that
1: stuff tastes like regular now.
0: You keep telling yourself that.
1: What do you mean kitty litter? Nothing tastes like kitty litter. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, fine. We won't have
0: a cake then. We could have a bonus show on Patreon. What do you think about that idea? Yeah. Is that a fun thing we could do? Maybe, I guess. We have a Patreon page if you're out there listening. We should ask the patrons. uh, Hey, patrons, you want a bonus show? All right, we'll do it. (laughs) All right, we'll do it. We'll do it just for you. I don't know, Todd. I'm just trying to spark some interest in this lifeless, dead marriage that we have bonus show
1: i think it's a great idea good i mean i said cake and you shot it down and told me something about kitty litter and i just they, want a good cake you made fun of me not a ton cake so we need separate cakes you've never even eaten a cake from that i've had You've never even tried a gluten-free kit. You just say that in your mind. I've right? had other gluten-free baked goods, all total from, junk. From other people. When was this, five years ago? Uh, why? Has the gluten-free baked goods have really come a long way in the last five years? Yes, they have, actually. Wow. They have, especially they quit, they quit noodles. It later, or what? Especially noodles. You can get noodles that are like undetectable difference who puts noodles in their cake nobody you put noodles in salads or you make mac and cheese use your noodle noodles this is terrible cake dude use your noodle that means your brain and stuff you can make totally normal like birthday cakes it's good stuff no i'm not gonna sit here and listen to this all right
0: but i do think you should join us on patreon we just watched a movie called Zombie Cop. Hella scary. Craziness. Ton cried. There's a, there's a guy named Death in it. Ton cried, dozed off, woke back up, wet himself, fell back asleep. It's quite the roller
1: coaster. It, it really was. It was crazy. Roller coaster of emotions you for should, Yeah, you need to watch it. It's a Death character, dude. It was creepy.
0: We also uh, have uh, a website. It's called thefivecount.com. dot Yeah, we do. I just had to pay a whole bunch of money to re up it for another year. Holy cow! So just go look at it. Just look at it at least. What's Cl- your problem? You're online all day. It's like, click around. On you some got stuff. sixteen windows open, and just, but just a bunch of nonsense, and you're refreshing things. Oh, I wonder what this guy said. That's Ooh, true. Johnny Depp. Uh, what happened in his? Just look at our site. Yeah. What's your problem? What's the problem? <laughs>
1: What is the problem? Go there and click around on some stuff, why don't
0: you? We got a lot of old episodes in case you missed them all, which I know you did. A lot of good stuff.
1: That is weird, the amount of Johnny Depp stuff that's on the internet now. And it's like, I don't even care. I don't Hmm. even care. Maybe we need to talk more about him so people will listen to our show. I mean, I like Johnny Depp. That's fine. He seems like a whatever, an all right dude, but... I don't even care. I don't, I'm not interested in the in the getting into everyone's personal life thing. I don't. So whatever.
0: That's all I'm interested in.
1: Are you? Do you have a People Magazine subscription? I do. Huh.
0: I got two of them. One that I preserve and polybag, and the other one I
1: like to do the crosswords. Okay. That's a good plan. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: I like to bag and board them. They'd be yeah. worth some money someday. It could be. Speaking of money, this uh, show is over and the True Punks are coming up and they're like money.
1: They are money big time for this station. It's been great, Dust. I think that's all I got. I've had a wonderful time sitting here with you this evening. It's been fantastic.
0: I appreciate that very much. I love it.
1: You know what I love?
0: What? Lori
1: Dawn ceramics. You know what? Me too. I like to go
0: there and buy ceramics.
1: Yeah. She's a nice person. She's got a nice website. She's got nice ceramics. Thanks to her and um, all the Five Count Associate
0: Producers who join us on Patreon who make this show possible. Yes. By helping us to purchase expensive equipment when we're banished from uh, two, three, four, five, six previous recording studios that we're no longer welcome at. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Pretty soon, when my car is sitting in my yard up on uh, blocks, we can record from there.
1: It's a good plan. I mean, at least it'll be shelter from the rain, I guess. That's not true because the roof leaks. Oh, all right.
0: I got a towel, though, that I put down on my lap when I
1: drive. Okay.
0: So when I go around the turns, it doesn't look like I peed
1: myself. Okay. You just catch it with the. T- okay. Let's uh, get on Auto Trader after this, quick. Let's just get you figured out here, Dust. I deal with a lot, Ton Off air. (laughs) I don't
0: know if you know the stuff I go through. I mean, it
1: sounds like it to me.
0: You never know out there. Be nice to people. You never know what they're going through. Their life could be horrible like mine. Yeah, wow. Hey, see you next Saturday. See you next time. Now, boys and girls, turn the record over.